This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. I'm Molly. And I'm Matthew. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. And today we're talking about everyone's favorite institutional slop, oatmeal. <laughs> Do you have do you have any memories of eating oatmeal when you were in prison? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I think it's interesting that we're calling it oatmeal because I think that like some people would just call it porridge. Which people? Like oat porridge or oat oatmeal porridge is oatmeal I don't think anybody says oatmeal porridge. No. <laughs> maybe in our Dickensian dreams. I think maybe. I mean, we have we have uh, uh, Gemma from Scotland. Is that right? Maybe yeah, she. Yeah, maybe, maybe she they would call say it porridge. porridge or porridge or something. <laughs> uh, that's that's that as much a nice tongue rolling. Yeah, it's as much Scottish accent as you're going to get out of me. Um. <laughs> so my memories of oatmeal as a kid involve mostly instant oatmeal from a packet. And this was a juvie, right? Yeah, this was a juvie. Uh-huh. Yeah, after I was caught shoplifting. Actually, when I shoplifted, I never got caught. I think we've established this about me. What's the statute of limitations on that? Did, did I make that same joke last time? I think, <laughs> I think I did. you did. Yeah. I think you did. Um, so anyway, instant oatmeal in a packet. I think that uh, most of the time I would put brown sugar on it, but we did have a honey pot as a kid with like the little honey... <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. Like, like on the counter with like a little wooden honey dowel or whatever you call it. I don't think I knew that was an actual thing. However, um, Iris, my daughter and I recently had this conversation where um, every time we go out uh, on the way to school in the morning, we see a robin with a worm dangling from its mouth. And we're like, this is the greatest. Like, isn't it awesome when you see an animal doing its stereotypical <laughs> Nature thing? in all its right. wonder. And so I said, you know, what other um, uh, animals doing stereotypical things of that animal would you like to see? And the first Bears thing Iris came up with was just their hands in, honey in a honeypot. Yes, yeah. like we're going to go out in the forest and that's what we're going to see. <laughs> bear with a honeypot. <laughs> I was not a bear as a child, but I did have but, a honeypot. But look how far you've come. <laughs> anyway, uh, and I do remember having like the sort of cardboard canister with the Quaker Oats guy on it. Yep. Uh, but I don't remember actually making oatmeal from scratch, so to speak, like that. Maybe that was there for oatmeal cookies. Maybe so. 
Uh, well, we have uh, Molly Weisenberg. This is your life because we have a box of Quaker instant oatmeal here today. Wow, I can't wait. Is it the the plain kind or is it flavored? It's flavored. Are you serious? You yes. got the flavored kind? I got the flavored kind because God, that's... Nobody does that. What? Everybody does that. I, I guarantee the flavored kind outsells the plain kind 10 to 1. Okay, fine. Whatever. Whatever. Let's... We, got, we got apple cinnamon. We got cinnamon spice and maple brown sugar. My favorite was always the maple brown sugar. They're all terrible. Okay. <laughs> I can't I can't wait. Ooh, going to be so terrible. Hey, so how about you? Did you used to eat oatmeal and juvie? Uh, I did. Yeah, I spent a lot of time in the joint. Um, in the slammer? Yep. In the in the pokey. And uh, <laughs> did you know orange is the new black? I heard that. Uh, <laughs> um, I uh, Yes, I, I ate the packet stuff, um, always flavored. Uh, did you just pour it straight into your mouth like pixie sticks? No. Did you do that? No, but I wonder what it's like. Can we try we eating can try some that, of it yeah. raw? Yeah, now I do want to do that. Ooh, I want to eat it raw. Eat it raw. Uh, that's the, can that be our new slogan? Um, and then this is spelled milk, the show where we eat it raw. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm sure I'm sure I had homemade oatmeal at some at some point, but also I, I have the same memory as you, basically that there was a canister. Uh, <laughs> I remember a, a, a empty white room, and there was a canister, and the uh, man in a white coat. And uh, I think the canister was probably mostly used for oatmeal cookies. I don't think we had a honey pot, though. So, so we're going to talk about the, the, the whole world of, of oatmeal, like the modern world of oatmeal. We've got steel-cut oats. We've got, we've got sort of we a... We've got fancy oats. We've got a we fancy got porridge. we highfalutin oats. But I want to tell our listeners that we're not going to talk about oatmeal cookies today, despite the fact that I think it's already come up twice yes. in this episode. We're right. not going to talk about oatmeal We're not going to talk about that thing we just talked about. No more. But that's the bad news. The good news is we're going to do a whole oatmeal cookie episode in the future. Yes. I can't wait. All right, so uh, let's let's gather up some some Odie goodness and get to work. Okay, we have just uh, stirred up some Quaker instant oatmeal. I think the variety Matthew used was maple and brown sugar. Yep, and I. I was a little weirded out that, like, in this flavor variety thing, you get four packets of the maple and brown sugar, four of the apples and cinnamon, but only two cinnamon and spice. And they don't explain. It's just like, nobody likes the cinnamon and spice? Well, if nobody likes it, why is it in there at all? I know. I think, I think the answer is that, that twice as many people like the other ones as the, I don't know. It's an odd combination. Wow. Wow. Okay, so we've got here, we've got, I, I uh, made some cinnamon spice with uh, boiling water from a kettle, which is not oh, wait, how the package says the cinnamon spice. No, 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 I'm this sorry. Maple, maple brown, brown sugar. sugar. You were just, uh, yeah. Oh, oh. Tastes like log cabin. That's disgusting. Wow. You can really taste the logs. <laughs> it, it tastes like actual log cabin. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we're tasting it dry. Ooh, it's and very it's salty. Yeah, it it's is really very salty. salty. It's really sweet. Okay, I'm digging into the okay. bowl. Oh, it's so gloopy. Yep, it's still bad. <laughs> Woo. Is instant anything good? I mean, we did Ugh. we did instant coffee. Uh, we didn't like it. It's so mapley. Yep, we did fake mapley. And the did, oats are just like mushy. They're like insipid. Can I say insipid? You can. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I don't know if I know what it means. <laughs> this is really only good for gluing things together. But it's like very good for gluing things to Yes. You know that commercial, uh, the super glue commercial where like the person is glued to the iron bar above the city? They could use oatmeal for that. Mm-hmm. 
so much cheaper than super glue. How much was this flavor variety pack? It was kind of a lot. It was like between four and five dollars, I think. Really? My gosh, when you could probably buy a whole thing of oats. For like two dollars. Yeah. Yes. But then you don't get all the fake flavors. All right. Is is instant anything good? I, I, Kool-Aid? <sighs> instant. You know, I used to really like that country time lemonade mix. The yeah. Pink lemonade. But I, we haven't tasted it. I haven't tasted it lately. We should, we should, well, we're going to do a lemonade episode, I think probably this summer, so we should definitely make that part of it. Okay. Okay. Uh, Can we eat some real we, oatmeal yet? Yeah, but hold on. Is the, let's, let's just step back here and talk about what makes this instant. So what does an oat look like before it is rolled? Because <laughs> most of the time we see oats, they're rolled, but that's not what they look like in their natural habitat. They, they don't grow flat? Um, I don't think so. Yeah, so how how do they make so they start as groats. Does it look like a like a like a wheat berry? Yeah, it looks like a wheat berry, like like a little a little grain, kind of uh, you know, sort of the shape of a of a piece of rice. Oh, and then they can separate like the bran cuz you can buy oat bran. You can buy oat oh bran. my gosh, my, the wheels are turning now. For making for making bran muffins, that sort of thing? Mm, I guess so. So so yeah, so then the um that little berry which is like way too hard to chew. Uh, by itself, you you could make that into oatmeal, but it's kind, it would be kind of uh, the the texture would be pretty intense. I think if you used whole oat groats to make oatmeal, mm-hmm. so it, they're most commonly rolled, which just means rolled between steel rollers. <laughs> rolled means rolled. Very helpful. Or they're I can steel see cut. your wheels are really turning. Uh huh. <laughs> Sorry, steel cut. Okay, so what does that mean? So it just means they're cut by like steel knives into smaller pieces. So they're just basically like chopped up so they yeah, cook they're faster, chopped up so they cook easier faster. to chew. And so when we talk about like quick cook or instant oats, which are different things, quick cook oats are sort of like rolled oats that are kind of chopped up a little bit. And I think of instant oats as being like nearly pulverized. Yes. Now I... But maybe I've got it wrong. No, no. I think you've got it right. I think maybe the instant oats have been pre-cooked but they, this is a guess look how like totally flattened they are i mean they yeah. are like obliterated right so they the shouldn't difference- they shouldn't call them instant they should call them like bombed out yeah the di- <laughs> um yeah these oats have been through a lot <laughs> i i feel bad about the things i said about them a few minutes ago <laughs> So the diff- yeah, the difference between like the one minute oats and the five minute oats is that the one minute oats have been flattened more and, and kind of chopped up into smaller pieces and the five minute rolled oats are just kind of rolled. So so let's eat some more oatmeal. Okay, we got we got a couple things here that we should taste. Okay, so we have two beautiful specimens of oatmeal here. Ooh boy. Uh yeah, I'm feeling a little a little uh, gelatinous. Yeah, can we talk about the sound that these were making as you were stirring them? Well, I mean, first let's start with the sound they make when uh uh you have cold oatmeal and you scoop it out Ooh, of a jar. There's like or a container. real suction kind yeah, of like, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, yeah, like a like a cold pudding type of thing. Oof, it's bad. It's um, really bad. Is it or is it really great? I don't, okay, the cold sound, I don't mind. The wet sound, I do mind. Like, there's a, like a... Yeah. <laughs> like that sound we always make on the show when we're chewing. Yes, exactly. Okay, so let's taste this one first. Should we say what it is before we taste it? Yeah, so this is um, this is a recipe for steel-cut oats from Megan Gordon's uh, new book, Whole Grain Mornings. It's um, entirely steel-cut oats, 
it's one cup of steel cut oats to one cup of whole milk and three and a quarter cups water. And it's got a bit of kosher salt, I think maybe half a teaspoon. And it's got a tablespoon of sugar. But most importantly, the oats were toasted in butter prior to cooking. I love that. Yeah. Okay. So let's eat it. Is it this one? It's that one. Okay. So when I eat this at home, I usually eat it with maple syrup. Oh, that's so good. Mm, I really like it. How do you feel about cooking with water versus cooking with cream? With cream? <laughs> well, wow. I always prefer cooking with cream. No, um, I really like cooking oatmeal with a little bit of milk. Me too. I think it's important. I feel like this is this for me is a great basic steel cut oats. I mean, I'm not saying like it's you know if you're somebody who likes a whole lot of stuff going on with your oatmeal, by all means, feel free to add a whole bunch of stuff to it. But um. I feel like this has sort of just the right amount of fat. It's got a toasty flavor. And we should say steel-cut oats are the, are the darling oats of the moment. They are. Uh, and with, with good reason, I think. Mm-hmm. They've got, you know, they've just got texture in a way that rolled oats don't. Mm, they're, they're, they're chewy. They're the caviar of oats. Yeah. Oh, wow, Matthew. We, we already determined that, that I'm a super fancy snob. How do you feel about cooking in water versus milk versus cream, I suppose? Um, I uh, Well, we do have some. The reason I said cream is because we have a little pitcher of cream here because I love putting heavy cream on my oatmeal before eating it. Mm, um, as opposed to after eating it. I like to I like to pamper myself. Yeah, I like that about you. Do you, what's your normal method for, for making steel cut oats? So uh, my normal method is almost exactly the same as Megan Gordon's morning, morning of oats. Uh, <laughs> morning of oats. <laughs> that's, that's the name Megan, of her book, right? consider changing the title of your book. Um, do you think um, in, in that book, I mean, it's called Whole Grain Mornings. Does it have anything about like sleeping on a buckwheat hull pillow? That's a thing, right? Um, you know, I'm sure she explores that in depth. She leaves no stone unturned. Great. No groat unground. No groat un, un uh, toasted. Rolled. Yes. Uh, what were we talking about? I don't know. Let's eat this other oatmeal before it gets cold. Because oh my god, yes. can we talk about how quickly oatmeal gets cold and weird well, and thick? That's something I wanted to say because the thing about steel cutouts. Let's talk about this after we taste the other oatmeal. Great. Okay. This one's thicker. Whoa, that's so delicious and so salty. Woo, woo, boy. And I think deliberately so. Mm, I mean, it's really delicious. I feel like it could be less salty. Yeah, I do too. So the the salty thing we're let's eating talk about, is yeah, let's talk about that is uh, April Bloomfield's British porridge. Is that what the name? Wonderful no. flavor. Though. April Bloomfield's Eng- English porridge, uh, and uh, April Bloomfield is the chef of uh, the Spotted Pig uh, and author of the book A Girl and Her Pig. <laughs> it's a cookbook, not just not just a, a memoir. Uh, so her oatmeal, what what uh, makes it different is it's a fifty fifty. Uh, well, more like a, a, a 60-40 mix of uh, steel-cut oats and uh, rolled oats. So the idea is you cook it for like 20 minutes, and the rolled oats sort of fall apart and dissolve and make it very thick and uh, unctuous. Can mm-hmm. I say unctuous? Unctuous. Unctuous. And, uh, and then the steel-cut oats provide the texture. So it is thick, and also she calls for a ton of salt. So um, it's like a teaspoon and a half of uh, Malden sea salt. And what does this have in terms of water versus milk? It is uh, 50-50 water and milk. I love the texture of this. And it's also getting kind of a lovely oat flavor, despite the fact that the oats aren't toasted beforehand, right? Yeah, I was suspicious of this recipe for several reasons. First of all, because it came from a foreign country, and I'm suspicious of foreigners. Mm-hmm. That's not it. Um, that is not true at all. Uh, it is... Uh, I. Wasn't sure whether the rolled oats would really add anything. I uh, They weren't toasted, and so there was no butter involved. 
but uh, and there's a lot of salt and it really is a lot of salt i think uh, i think this could use some some maple syrup or something to round that out and definitely need some milk or cream on top. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the texture is awesome. The texture is awesome. I'm kind of inclined to try, I don't know, I'm kind of inclined to do a hybrid version of these two, to cut back on the salt in April Bloomfields and to maybe toast the oats. Yeah. And yeah, I, I'm interested in doing a hybrid version. I might even try this and post it as a recipe developed post episode. Yeah. That would be a first time. But I won't be here to taste it and we all know that that the show you are not lives to be and trusted. dies on your tongue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we both of us made our oatmeal ahead and I think oatmeal is is good made ahead. I feel like it's never quite as good as right out of the pot when you make it, yeah. but steel cut oats do take a long time. They're not a super spontaneous breakfast. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, do you when you have oatmeal at home, have you usually made it ahead? Yeah, I, I honestly I usually make it the night before. Yeah. Uh, the I, I you know, like I said I usually do Megan's and hers cooks for I think about 30 minutes. Anyway, uh, I do it the night before. The texture is definitely best that night. Like the the creaminess of it, the softness. It's really lovely. Are you getting me in this picture? Yeah. Great. I hope I look full of oats. (laughs) Yes, you you look like you're uh, feeling your oats. (laughs) Sowing my wild oats, even. All of these things at once. Yeah. Um, Anyway, I find, though, that that pretty much any oatmeal can be revived uh, the next (laughs) (laughs) month. With those paddles, like like on ER? (laughs) Clear. Well, we talked about how (laughs) the show lives and dies on my tongue. It can be revived the next morning. The show can. Yeah, the show can. But um, I generally find that I have to add a little splash of water to the oats when I nuke them. Yeah, definitely. Uh, in order to get that kind of creamy texture back. Let's uh, let's talk about toppings. So we've uh, we've mentioned maple syrup and milk or cream, which I think are like the essentials. Yeah. I love brown sugar. What about honey? I am not super crazy about honey in general. Yeah, I kind of agree with you. I mean, except except when I'm really like bearing out and uh, I'm in the forest. <laughs> What else? Do you do dried fruit or fresh fruit? How do you feel about that? I feel okay about it, um, but I, I rarely go beyond the, the basics at home. I'm, I'm kind of an oatmeal minimalist, mm-hmm. um, probably dating back to my days in juvie. Mm-hmm. Um, when, yeah, I, I asked the warden for some dried fruit and, and got smacked around pretty brutally. Mm-hmm. I was reading up, so there's, there was this uh, slideshow recently on Serious Eats, which we'll link to, that had uh, a great profusion of sweet and savory oatmeal toppings and uh i have not really much explored the world of savory oatmeal but it sure sounds good they had like it, it does sound good but yet when i wake up in the morning and i think oh i want some oatmeal i don't think i want savory oatmeal i feel like i could have it for dinner i mean mark Bittman made uh, the uh scallions and soy sauce oatmeal famous slightly famous a few years ago they had one How that was like just hearing of this brown butter and sage uh, what doesn't that sound great? That does sound really good. Like you'd like you'd make for a uh, like a butternut squash ravioli, but put it on your oatmeal instead. Maybe even throw some roasted squash on there. What? I just revolutionized oatmeal. Wow, I could see how like some crunchy bacon could also be good. Yep. 
I don't know. You know, every now and then, if I'm like, um, like at a hotel or something, and they have oatmeal and they bring out a whole bunch of little bowls of things oh, you can right. put on it, I'll really kind of get crazy. You'll go to town and do a little bit of brown sugar and like a little bit of like walnuts and some raisins. And I'm always amazed by how much I enjoy this is, that. This is crazy <laughs> to you: brown sugar, walnuts, well, and raisins. I'm kind of like you, Whoa. Matthew, in that I'm a little condiment phobic. Back up. <laughs> You yourself are just saying that you don't even like honey on your oatmeal, man. You're right, but but I can be a hypocrite, can't I? Absolutely. I know some people who will like chop up raw apples and put that on their oatmeal. I, I like the idea of it. I just, my thing is I kind of don't want fresh fruit touching something hot. I, I really know what you mean. You do? I, no, I really do. And I kind of, I don't like fresh fruit in cereal either. Maybe I just don't like fresh fruit touching other things in the morning. <laughs> this is this is weird. I was like, as, as you started in on this, I was all set to make fun of you for, for another... But we're uh, like the same person. But but it, yeah, I, I didn't know I felt the same way. Like if you had some delicious blueberries and you had some delicious granola, would you want the blueberries on the granola? No, I don't think I would, but I would... I would like 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 blueberry syrup on oatmeal sounds good. Um yeah. like like just blueberries like cooked down a little bit. I get that. I can get that. Yeah. It wouldn't even have to be sweetened, I don't think. I agree. Um yeah, that's that is odd. I think I think No, I don't even have a theory. It's just it's just the way it is. It is just the way it is. Yep. Some things will never change. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Bruce. <laughs> Um, that guy, that guy never, that was a one-hit wonder, What about the range? You gotta thank Bruce Hornsby and the range. Thanks, the range. Is the range like a guy like the edge? This never occurred to me before. I figured, (laughs) I, yeah. You know, did he start out his career with you two being called the edge? I think he did. Because I feel like if you don't just dive into that right away. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Hey, guys, um, from now on, um, I want to be called, uh, the the man. <laughs> well, didn't I tell you about how I used to go to a hairdresser whose name was um, Tammy, and then she changed it to Giovanna? I think you did mention that. And I that, just but felt I... like the leap, it was like going from being Marvin to being the edge. Like, I just couldn't do it. I couldn't make the leap with her. I had to go to a different hairdresser. Is the edge's real name Marvin? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I, I know no, I knew at one point I don't what think it is. Was, but, I don't but think it is. Let's, let's say it is. <laughs> you know. <laughs> What's he going to do? <laughs> I bet he's a big fan of our podcast. Um, yeah, I think, I think he is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the, uh, the edge, um, the, uh, what was the other, the, oh, the range, um, the situation. <laughs> if, if your name starts with, uh, if your name starts with the, um, we need you on our team. We're, we're building a team for a secret project. Uh, sign up. Giovanna is going to be the lead singer of our secret project. Oh, yes. All right. So, uh, I think that does it for oatmeal. Yeah, um, I think can, that that really, you know, we didn't talk about smooth or lumpy, though. Like, do you like your oatmeal kind of chunky, or do you want it to be, like, kind of dribbling off the spoon? <laughs> I like it kind of chunky. It's kind of chunky. Okay, I kind of go back and forth. I sort of find that when it's chunky, I like it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, go on. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying this. <laughs> When it's smoother and it starts to get cold, you can really see it going gelatinous. Yeah, when that is it's weird. Kind of like liquidy. Uh, yeah, no, like you said, oatmeal gets cold too quickly. I don't know what accounts for this. It must be the same thing that accounts for scrambled eggs getting cold too quickly. Oh, that's so sad. God, it's the worst. Yeah, hot scrambled eggs are the best, and room temperature scrambled eggs are like 
not, not as food. not as best. Right. All right. On that sad note, uh-huh. Sorry. Um, uh, you can find us online at spilledmilkpodcast.com, where we will post recipes for uh, Megan Gordon's uh, Steel Cut Oatmeal and April Bloomfield's English Porridge, and possibly some hybrid that gets developed in the future. Indeed. Although we're going to forget we said that as soon as this episode I know. Ends. I think I might go home and do it later tonight, or maybe I think tomorrow. I might go home and do it yeah, later Yeah, I tonight. might do it later tonight. Not with you. I no, just no. want to clarify. We're not married. <laughs> not, not, still not married. <laughs> Um, and you <laughs> can find awkward us- about this. <laughs> and we can you can find us on facebook.com slash spilled milk podcast where our relationship status is it's complicated. <laughs> you can leave us a review on iTunes. <laughs> yes, the review will be like um, three stars. Like I just don't know whether they're married or not. I can't tell. Um, and until next time, uh, uh, thank you for listening to uh, Spilled Milk Podcast, which from here on out wants to be known as The Spilled Milk Podcast. <laughs> I'm Molly Weisenberg. And I'm Matthew Amster Burton. We, we, are, we are collecting, um, uh, uh, we've got our little UNICEF boxes and we're collecting <laughs> donations uh, for, for the bombed out oats fund. <laughs> Hey, Keurig coffee drinkers. Need a cold coffee with a bold flavor? Dunkin' Cold K-Cup pods were specially crafted for cold coffee. Brew over ice straight out of the Keurig coffee maker for smooth, delicious Dunkin' taste you know and love. Find your next Dunkin' Cold coffee in the roasted coffee aisle.